Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome to yet another edition of the Building Years. I'm your host, Jeremiah Watkins. Hey, it's your boy. What the, I don't know what my name is. The other host, Justin Alexio. Sorry, I spaced there. It's okay. all good. <laughs> I'm back now. He's back now, well, guys. I was going to make a joke about my short hair, but I couldn't think of anything fast enough. Guys, Justin got a haircut. Yeah. This I'm going to fuck so much more now. You probably will. <laughs> I mean, the other look was good, but Justin looks way cleaner. I told uh, my friend Melissa that I got a haircut. She's like, it was about time. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Well, once you change your look, that's when people become all honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I never liked that anyway. I'm like, (laughs) what? Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. No, girls ain't into the long. I mean, they like it on white dudes for some reason. They like long, long long-haired white Mm. dudes. Okay. And bearded white dudes, but for some reason on me, they're just like, ew. You look like you could. It's because my hair is curly. That's what it is. They don't like that shit. I don't yeah. like curly hair. Yeah, once it gets to a certain point with curls, it's just it's a lot. Yeah, it's like gross. You look like a like a young Vince from Entourage now. <laughs> I know that guy's good looking. Yeah, new new on. Oh, I know, I know Rex Lee, the guy that plays uh, Turtle. No, no, he uh, plays uh, Ari's assistant. What's the name of the character? Lloyd. Lloyd. Yes. Oh yeah, you you said you did like a Groundlings class. Yeah, I did a Groundlings him? class with him. So go watch his new movie. I'm hyping it for him. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Rex. I haven't seen you in like four years, but uh, would he remember you? When he he writes he writes Happy Birthday on my wall. Oh, so that's that's nice. That's something, right? Yeah. I don't know. And we I'm actually really excited for that movie. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I love it. Dude, Entourage to me is the closest, most real portrayal of Hollywood I've ever seen. Yeah. You might you might have to, uh, Maya and I are going to see it. You'll have to, you'll have to come. Yeah, I missed the last bro date. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, oh, real quick before we get into anything else, I wanted to congratulate Joshua Hoover. I just ran into Hoover. We've had him on here before. He just booked a recurring on a new AMC show. That's awesome so uh and i'd like to say i helped because uh he asked me what's a good place to buy a plane ticket when you and he just told me he booked that job and this was months ago wow and i told him how to buy a last second plane ticket so uh it's called halt halt and fuck i forget what it's called <laughs> i fucked that up it's a new show it's like halt and cease fire i think that's what it's called okay i just saw a billboard for it oh guys down sunset you know what that means that the building years we did it again. We did it again. It's a good luck charm. Or statistically, because we do so many episodes of this show, some of our guests are going to book stuff in the future eventually. Not all of them, but uh, yeah, no, you can know. look at it one way or the other. I, w- I would like to look at it like, you know, Hoover did the building years and then things started happening. Yeah. I just remember the name of the title. It's Halt and Catch Fire, not Seize oh, okay. Fire. So now go watch that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like all our, I'm like, I just saw him. He's like, it was crazy. Five months in Atlanta. And I was like, that's where you've been. He he was there for five months? Yeah. Good grief. He just got back. And I was like, just going to, I was like, Josh, is going to help you for pilot season. He's like, 
you know, I'm not really concerned about past seasons because I think because you know, I have money now. Well, that <laughs> and he's like, um, they're oh, they'll, I think they're gonna bring him back for season two. So oh, that's awesome. I was like, damn, can you imagine not having to worry about the future where he's just like, it's the dream, guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So check out uh, Joshua Hoover, who excuse me, Joshua Hoover's episode. Uh, we did that about uh, sometime in 2014. Yeah. So it's probably in the 100s. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, you can in the episode look, mix. Go look for it. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Natalia Fedner, another guest who's been doing really well with uh, with her clothing line and, and yeah. design lately. She's on all over celebrities' booties. Yeah. So pretty dope. Shout out to her. Another. We try to keep you guys updated on past guests. So it's like, okay. These guys are—they've been building since being off the podcast, and cool things are happening. Yeah, and we're letting you know which of our friends we're gonna try to ride their coattails to the top, baby. <laughs> Just know, you hear that name? I'm trying to grab. Take me, please take me. When was the last time you uh, had your hair this short? It's been a while, right? Because uh, you like let it keep growing for, for the how end many of months? the end of 2013. Frick. So I let it grow. Does it feel good now? From then, that's a year and a half. Yeah, it's feel good to have it trimmed up. I mean, yeah, I like it's not so nappy. I don't get you know what I hated about my long hair is I'd always get it in my mouth. If I didn't have it in a ponytail when I'm eating, dude, that has been happening to me recently. So I need to get a haircut. It's disgusting. On stage, <laughs> I'll be doing an act out, and a piece of hair will fly into my mouth like a chunk of hair. I'm like, oh dang it. Like, ugh. Now I don't got to condition as much. You know. It did, you know what's funny is uh, the night before I got a haircut, I uh, I went and rode <laughs> rode my bike and felt the wind in my hair because I knew I wasn't gonna feel that for a long time. That's so funny. <laughs> One last memory before you go, old friend. Uh, and uh, the lady at the uh, the barber shop was like, <clears throat> "Oh, you can you just grow it out like a couple more inches and you can donate it." And I was like, "I don't got time for that. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, charities. I'm sorry." gotta stop being poor <laughs> so they just it was kind of sad as watching them sweep it into a a dust basket mm-hmm. and then everyone's like you look way better i was like oh, oh really at yeah. the even at the barber <laughs> yeah place? i was like immediately like you're a whole different person you look way cuter and i was like all right i also think it's because my mustache doesn't grow in very good so you know <laughs> what am i supposed to do but you know what was weird that happened to me this weekend so I went, my manager's boyfriend's birthday was this weekend. She asked if I wanted to go uh, paintballing. So I drove down, and I got there late. And because of that, they had already were in there. And so I didn't really know this group of people very much. So yeah. I, like, bought all my stuff, and, you know, I couldn't find them. And I was running out of time because I had to come back up to Hollywood for something. So I just ended up paintballing by myself uh, in there with other people. And I was hanging out with these like 12 and 13 year olds. Uh, I was just like the creepy guy. Cause everyone's in there with their friends and I'm like <laughs> alone paintballing. Uh, but it's an intense sport, man. You ever been? Yeah. I've got a buddy who's like semi-professional and like refs and I haven't gone with him, but I've, I've been before and, uh, yeah, we we got paintball guns for for Christmas once. Oh Jesus! And my brother is like, "Go walk over there." I'm like, no. He's like, "Go walk over there. I'm gonna shoot you. Shoot. I'll shoot you in the back." 
He's like, you got it. You got to learn. Got to feel it. Yeah, you got to know how bad it hurts. I walked like 10 feet away from me and before I even reached (laughs) where he said, he shot me in the back and I had this huge welt on my back. Yeah, dude. That's the, well, the good thing about this place was that they had a no shoot within 10 feet rule. Um, But I've been, the only other time I went, the fucking little bastard, 11 year old kid shot me from point blank range. Just lit you up. Dude, like multiple times. And I was like, I'm out. I'm out. You fucking fuck. (laughs) I wanted to punch him in the face. That shit hurts. Um, but yeah, and it was like, it rained the night before. So it was all wet. It's all slippy. I thought my foot was going to be okay. Uh, but that's a lot of crouching, I realized. And Dude, it, you got to be careful. Yeah, well, I was like, Justin oh. still has like a sprained ankle and he's freaking paintballing and crap. <laughs> I didn't know it was that intense. Like, And my team was like, <laughs> this guy was like, it was team teams versus each other. He's like, cover me. And I was like, I don't know how. He's like, cover me. So I was uh, making my team mad, but it was fun. It was a good time. Dude, that's great. <laughs> I was in San Diego this weekend, but before that, I freaking lost my voice earlier this week. And uh, yeah, you were sick, right? I was pretty sick. Battle, you still sound. A little I still cool sound a little weather. bit. Yeah. Get better. Working on it, man. I had to go to the doctor. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to sleep more and drink lots of liquid, all that good stuff. I always try and. When I'm sick, make it go, like, make myself better. Because I'm like, I don't want to pay for the doctor. Do you do that? Like, Dude, of course. But now that I actually have good insurance, uh, I went to Kaiser. And th- the the visit didn't cost me anything. And the prescription didn't cost me anything. Jesus so I'm Christ. super grateful. That's amazing. Dude, yes. Zero dollars. <laughs> so why wouldn't you never go to the had doctor? That. Dude, now I'm going to be a hypochondriac. <laughs> But the only thing was, dude, we had to wait like two hours. It took a long time. And I was just sitting there with Maya. She was an angel. Getting more <laughs> sick me. in this sick ass room. Yeah. So but what I was trying to what I kept doing, dude, I probably drank, no joke, probably five or six bottles of water while I waited. Because oh they're like the best thing you can do for your voice is stay hydrated. Yeah. Oh man. So I just, just kept water. drinking water out of the fountain, filling it up and then just ping, just constantly for like two hours. Uh, but then um, then got slightly better, then went down to San Diego and then did the shoot. But even for, I mean, just because they don't know me, the, some of the, like the director didn't know me that well. It just sounds like I have a, uh, I don't know, a character-y voice. <laughs> just not quite as smooth as it used to be. Yeah, it's like, who that train wreck? But... It was all right. I was like this. Uh, it was a ho- I was this hosting gig for this reality sizzle reel. Oh boy! So, def definitely something that I haven't. I haven't. I was doing like the walk and talk type shots. <laughs> oh, oh, I've never like, done those. How is oh, that? Oh, dude, I haven't done it in years, <laughs> and uh, I messed up a few times. <laughs> but luckily, they were happy with what I did. Because to me, it's so you know when you're shooting. There's like a five foot radius of where you can move, mm-hmm. but that you're covering so much distance. How do you like hit your marks? You just like have to feel it. Like kind that. of. They're just like walk slow because the cameraman is just following you. Yeah. So I didn't have to end at a certain point, but I had to end like I had to stop talking and like end on a line and then do one more line. So I'd ba ba da ba da ba da 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 da. Like it was that kind of thing. 
We're man. here in the Gaslamp District of San Diego. Like that, like that kind of dialogue. Oh, God. But was it fun? It was a fun experience. Did you stay the night? Because you did two nights, right? Dude, I, was, I stayed on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday there. Wow. Because I had to travel on Thursday. <laughs> because so, the shoot was like, I had to be like, the call was like 7 a.m. on Friday morning. Wow. So I'm like trying to doctor and baby my voice. I'm freaking out. <laughs> hoping that I will have a voice hoping by Friday. You wake up in the morning, it's okay. I told um, the line producer, I said, hey, my voice is a little weak right now. I'd rather text and talk on the phone, but we can talk whenever I get there. And that's what we did. And then I met the director and stuff. And luckily, I, mustered, I was able to muster enough strength in my voice. And then I slept and then I got a little bit better. And then the next day, it got a little bit better. So, what were you doing your nights when you were off? Well, we shot at night. So, oh. so what were you dude, doing I had time? so much downtime during the day. Yeah. But they had me stay on set and watch the actors who were in it. So I would know what to riff later. Uh. And after I did it, I was like, after the shoot was over, I was like, there was no reason for me to be there. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally at some places like six hours, like either on my phone or like. Or just like watching them. You're like, just send me a daily, fuck. Well, or just send me the topics that they covered and then I can riff on it. Yeah. But it was fine. Like, I, I was like, it's fine. It's one of those things where I think a lot of shoots, like, they feel like they need to get their money out of you. Yeah. So they're like, oh no, we're going to use you for the whole time. You watch this. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And then they used me as a, uh, like to to cross the lens, they just never showed my face. It showed my body keep crossing back and forth to make it look like it was a busier like bar than it actually was. So they had me and some other people do that, and I was like, okay, <laughs> they are really they they they're getting like, it. Oh, they're I'm getting the, the, I'm the, the money's host worth. and the extra host extra. <laughs> I held some uh, some monitor screens for the director at one point. I was like, all right, that's real indie. Yeah, man. That's so funny. But it should be good. I'm grateful. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. <laughs> By the way, not not crap talking to shoot if anybody. Uh, I met the owner. So funny, dude. The owner is like, dude, they sent me a clip of your stand-up, the cocaine party bit, and I knew this was the guy. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, like, I'm glad that, that that clip is still yeah. working and doing me service that's so funny but and then he's also like would it be possible if you did stand up on my boat for me and my buddies and i was like (laughs) yeah of course yeah it's like i'll do that where the money at dude yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but yeah it was an interesting and then i ended up it was cool i went and saw uh my buddy josh adam myers he was featuring for brett ernst at the la jolla comedy store this weekend, so I went to go check out his set, and then on the on the late show, uh, Brett gave me a guest spot on the second show. Oh, nice! So that was cool because I hadn't, I actually hadn't done stand up because I got sick in just certain circumstances for over a week, and I haven't done that in a long time because I I just jonesing. Oh, dude, totally. And I didn't realize. I was like, why am I so antsy to do stand-up? And it had been over a week because I went to visit my mom for Mother's Day over the weekend. Yeah. And I got in on Monday to do uh, uh, and did the goddamn comedy jam. Uh, 
I play a character in that. And Tuesday, roast battle, which is another form of like a character. Yeah. Wednesday, sick. I had to cancel the show with Justin. Thursday, on the way to San Diego. Friday, San Diego, and then Saturday. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. man, I'm so ready to do this. You forget like how much we do it until it's gone for a little bit. Same with my voice. I, I still can't hit high notes with my voice, and it's driving me insane right now. <laughs> But I know that so I need no to just rest practice. it. Yeah. But how how was our volume in your show on Wednesday? It was rocking. They uh it was a good show. Got really? some got some big teams for it. Yeah, for it that. was uh I had people that were like I had one person come up to me like, Oh yeah, Justin, I've seen you do stand before. I forgot you were funny. I should come see you more. I was like, <sighs> Okay. So I'm funny, oh. but not funny enough for you to remember me. I, f- I feel like we get backhanded compliments <laughs> a lot of that show. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, you're funny. What, what are you what are you doing uh doing this show? <laughs> like, ugh. Um, the more interesting show that I'd want to talk about is I, I was at the Ice House on Saturday and it was dude, it was one of it, very few times will I do a show where I'm like, I've never been in this position before. And it happened to me on Saturday. Uh they put me up. I didn't really know these guys very well, so they gave me the shitty, like, op- like the host didn't even do any time. I freaking <laughs> hate that, man. He just go up there. He's like, oh, I'm this person. <laughs> and so he's like, I'll bring up uh, your first. And then before he brings me up, he asked the, the, the DJ in the back. He's like, hey, who am I bringing up? And he's like, Justin Alexio. And he's like. Okay, all right. I, I'll remember that in a minute. And then he goes and talks, but he doesn't do any jokes. And then he brings me up. So I'm already in a bad place. Um, and I start, I start doing jokes, and it was good. It was a full room. But uh, what was weird is about – so I basically I get the room. I feel like, all right, I got the room. Now I can really do some killer material. Two minutes in. But then, because it's in the annex, the main room of the ice house, they start lining up everyone to go into the main room. Yeah. And so they weren't making people be quiet. It was just all this sound coming it's from outside, outside the room. And I've never, because if it's inside, I could tell people to shut the fuck up. But outside, I was like, and then the, and at the same time, the, the bar, the waitresses were taking drink orders and it's a small room. And there was so much noise in there. And I didn't, I was like, I don't know how, I was like, I just, because my, my stand is very conversational, so then there was a dip there, and then I just learned, I just started doing, like, performing ways I don't usually perform, I got way more animated and louder, and I don't know, and then I was able to get it and then end strong, but I was like, I literally, for two minutes, two, three minutes, I was trying to figure out how to deal with all that noise bleeding in from yeah, another room. that's rough. That's rough in any situation. Especially, though, if you're having to freaking open the show. Because (laughs) the problem with opening the show is people already think that you suck because you're going on so early in the show. Like, they're like, all right, well, the real show's about to start here in a second. I'm like, like, listen up. I'm on the lineup. Listen to what I have to say. Yeah. Like, seriously, a lot of times the first five minutes whenever I'm cold opening or hosting a show... People will not sometimes not even be looking at me, and I have to call them out. <laughs> and uh, luckily, the guest spots that I did were after the cold open spot in La Jolla, <laughs> so I didn't have to. I mean, it was still I had they made me work a little bit at the beginning, but it ended up being a lot of fun. Yeah, 
No, yeah, it was good. And then freaking, I was so mad. They gave me a free drink ticket. Went to go get my drink. I give them the drink ticket. The guy's like, oh, we can't accept that. I was like, what? And he's like, nah, you can get any beer, but except for the one you just ordered. What did you order? Some dark beer. It was nothing fancy. It was on the the draft thing where all the beers were. You I think just, he's just messing with you? I don't know, but he's like, it's already open. So I had to fucking pay for that beer. Oh, that's I, messed up. <laughs> and then I have my other drink ticket. And I was like, well, give me a fucking cider. So did so you order it and then show them the drink ticket? Yeah. I'm always like, hello. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Look at, look at this drink ticket. Hi. Hi. I would like a drink with this item because I've been screwed too many times. Like, yeah. hi, hi, hi. Hey, what, what is, I say, what is this? What does this get me? What is this thing? Because I, I don't, I can't afford to lose money on this gig. Yeah. You, for paying for drinks or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what ended up happening. So, yeah. You know, uh, that, that was my, that was my weekend. Good weekend, though. Good show. Good crowd. Dude. Today I auditioned for a role that was literally toilet guy. Again? <laughs> Again. Why do I keep getting toilet guy last, auditions? Last time this happened, Jeremiah was like, I'll never do that again. But this one was for a national commercial, so <laughs> I guess to. I'll I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Man, what about my face says toilet guy? <laughs> do you feel grief. like you at least killed it? I don't know. It's so hard to tell. You know what kills me about these kind of like dehumanizing auditions is like mm. that tape is, exists forever and it's going to come back. Well, the guy after he said, pull down your pants, he's like, he goes, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> I had to pull my jeans down and what? be in my boxers like like I was taking a dump on a toilet. Oh, my Because I think they wanted to see, like, make sure your knees weren't jacked up or anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because some people are doing it. Like, they, they got those knobby knees or something. Or, like, ma- scars all over. Can you imagine booking that and all your friends see that? They're just Dude, like- this is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, if I don't book this one, I'm okay with it. But if I do, I'm going to be like, oh, man. And it's for, like, a dating site, too. So it's like, oh, man, it's going to play a lot. <laughs> Like you know, those ads are gonna play a lot. Oh, that's the worst. Can't yeah. wait till we could just say no. <laughs> the but power of saying no. Yeah, literally. You pay me, I'll fucking, I'll do it. I'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, what are your feelings about the uh, Louis C.K. this weekend? I thought it was great. I saw him work out most of that material at the comedy store, and uh, I don't have a problem with it. I think that people need to chill out and. I don't I I don't see why I mean it's 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 a joke it's his point of view like do you have an issue with it no, as a stand up I thought it was I thought it was I've never dude the s- amount of groans though I've never seen that on SNL Yeah well it was just I've never I mean I thought that angle was so funny like having to coach yourself to not be racist which we've all done Of course Yeah like I don't know That's what was so good about that joke too yeah. was just like yeah we've all Whenever a comedian points out something that we've all done, but you don't want to address and talk about, that is an amazing joke. Yeah. And people were like, I was reading stuff from Variety. Like, all these people were like, Louis C.K. went too far. Like, I was like, no, we did it. I was- so they were more concerned about the racist stuff than the pedophilia? No, that also was a huge thing. They were like, you should the- never joke about child molestation. And I was like, unless it's funny, like what Louis C.K. Dude, did. <laughs> my favorite part or one of my favorite parts of the set whenever he goes all right we got through it guys because he could he could feel the heat from the audience of yeah. course 
Yeah. Because a lot of the freaking people who go to see SNL are tourists. A lot from the Midwest, a lot from the South. A lot of people can be super conservative. It's a, yeah. like a conservative liberal mix that goes to see that show. So yeah. I don't know. I thought he did really well with yeah. for for the subject matter. I thought he killed it, man. I wish they did more stuff like that. Oh, like, dude, push the envelope. We live in an age where on. literally it's it's just clickbait saying how outreach people are. It drives me insane. Like when Dan Cook did that joke about Batman. The Batman shootings, where he wasn't even making fun of the Batman shootings, and uh, he was referencing something about it, and like he had to apologize. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I don't like it when they force comedians to apologize for stuff. Because like, come on, guys, you, they don't really mean it. Yeah, they're having to say sorry just because you're like you're gonna lose sponsorships or whatever. But it's literally, I feel like people <laughs> like to feel outraged. People aren't, aren't even outraged; they just like to feel outraged. They yeah. like to talk shit. Yeah, people enjoy being offended. <laughs> oh my goodness. He oh, said no, what? No. Oh. Did you see Norm's set on David Letterman? I did see. I heard about it. Was it good? It was really good, man. He had a great set and then he got choked up. Dave and, is uh, the, has the last show happened? No, but it's Norm's last appearance yeah. on the show. So, he got choked up cuz, you know, he was saying that He's the best talk show host ever, and he got choked up, and it was cool, man. It was really nice. I'm, ex- I'm I think Colbert will do good. I'm excited. Yeah, dude, can you imagine being a a stand up on that? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Well, I'm just like wonder, like, what do you do as a comedian? Like, what is Letterman gonna do now? Like, he's sixties in the mid sixties. He could have twenty more plus years of life. Like, what is he gonna do? Yeah, I feel like I would get bored. Yeah, I don't know, because it's not like. Being a comedian, like, obviously Letterman's show is a lot of work, but, like, straight up just writing comedy and performing is not that much exertion. So I feel like I would still want to do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to see. Do you Have you seen Mad Max? No. Have you seen it yet? No. I, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to write a status being like, should I watch the first one or to watch the second one, old people? But the last time I did something like that, people got real offended. <laughs> yeah. Pansies. I don't know. Um, that and I want to see... Uh, uh, what's that other... I don't know. There's just a lot of good movies, guys. It's summertime. Summer movies. Blockbusters. Fast and Furious. Saw that. Mad Max. I'm going to go see that. Didn't see Avengers, though. That shit was expensive. $16. Jesus. Yeah. That's, you you got to be selective when you're poor. Yeah. Which movies? Or go in the middle of the day, but I always feel like a loser. What? Going in the middle of the day? Yeah, by myself. Oh, yeah. If you go by yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me next time, Doc. (laughs) Try to go with you. Try to muster up some money. But do you have anything that you want to talk about for uh, this weekend as far as shows or anything like that? Uh, I do have, yeah. I'll 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 plug uh I'm doing Think Tank. It's like a UCB run show. I don't think it's at UCB. I think it's at the Oh fuck, I forget. The Hyperion something. I don't know. Check my Twitter. It's on Wednesday at 10:30. So, I'll be doing that. It's a bunch of UCB like uh Herald members that do it. So, come check that out. Okay. Dope. Well, uh I will be doing Roast Battle as usual Tuesdays midnight. Then uh I'm on a show um uh doing the Walsh Brothers uh, uh, show at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room 
And then uh, I will be hosting uh, with Josh Adam Myers and Avery Pearson Midnight Snack at the Improv on Saturday, May 23rd. And then Sunday, uh, well, it'll be well, technically be 1 a.m. on on Monday. I will be uh, on Fraser Smith's radio program on 95.5 KLOS. So listen to that if you are up and around. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the Building Years. We love you. Anything else, Justin? Eh, fuck it. I don't want to say I love you because there's some of you I don't love. I love everybody, including the people that Justin doesn't like. Have a nice day. Fuck you. All right. <laughs>